everybody. Welcome to episode four of the Unwrapped Leader podcast, where we get raw, real, and relevant in the new network marketing and helping you become a gifted leader in your network marketing business. My name is Tisha Doriana from Canada. And I'm Tracy Dewar from Australia. And today's episode is all about the gift of community. Dracy and I have been going through our brand pillars with you guys through the last two episodes. And today we wanted to expand more on community and why it is such a gift in your business. So the, what I wanna get started with is why people get started in this business versus why people stay. And the number one reason that people get started is because they're looking for an extra income. As we all know, this opportunity and this industry can offer so much more than an extra income, but that's just the number one reason that people actually get started. However, the number one reason people actually stay is because of the community that they've created, the friendships that they've made, and just all the people that they've met and how much fun they're having. That community aspect is so important in this business. And you never want to stop expanding your circle because your network is your net worth in this business. Let me repeat that again. Your network is your net worth. And that's why you want, you never want to stop expanding. You want to continue to meet people. This really is a relationship building business. And when I think of community, I think of an environment where people want to grow in. And as leaders, that's our jobs is to create that environment where people just want to continue to grow and flourish and be part of something so much bigger than just an extra income opportunity. And this network marketing community alone is incredible. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Everyone is there for you. I have never personally been part of something so inspiring, uplifting, empowering, and just encouraging. And I've never had such an amazing group of people around me who have just given me such positive energy all the time. And, you know, I feel like everyone gets negative once in a while, like that's just a totally normal thing. But the amount of negative energy I've been able to eliminate from my life, just by really emerging myself in this industry in this community is incredible. I don't know about like, I don't know about you, Dracy, but like, this has been the most in, like inspiring business and thing really that I've done in my in my whole life when I started with um, network marketing. I've never been surrounded by so many amazing people who just make me want to be a better person, people who are clapping for me, cheering for me every step of the way. Um, and that's and that's why I love doing this. And I feel like that's maybe I, I don't I don't necessarily want to say I started for the money, even though that's not the number one reason I started because I really love the products. And ultimately, I just I wanted to get a discount. So there was some kind of money um, involved. But if it wasn't for the community and the people that I've met, the um, team that I've grown and just the community outside of my team as well that I've been able to um, get to know, love and adore and just talk to every single day, like I wouldn't still be here. So that's why community is so important to us. So what we're gonna get into today is what you could do to be part and be a better part of your company community as well as three solid communities that you wanna build in your business. And then we're gonna get into a few steps to creating a great community as well. So before we get into that, I just want to say if you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Click the bell so that you get notified every time we put out a new episode. They're going to be going out every single Wednesday in Canada and Thursday if you're from Australia. 
um, as well as give this video a like, comment if you, you know, got any kind of takeaways from this video and please share with other business builders, even better yet your team if you have one who you think could really benefit from this. Um, and last but not least, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd absolutely love a five-star review if you've been enjoying these episodes so far. So let's get right into the episode. Um, and that is, we're going to be talking about how you can be part of your company community. So what I mean by that is when you get started in a business, there's likely already kind of a group or community created within your company. So what I'm talking about is that consultant group usually made on Facebook. You might actually have a separate platform for yours as well. Every company is going to do it differently, but um, it's a usually a really great place to just ask your questions. It's a safe space to just get answers, seek advice. And usually a lot of the company um, promotions and, and any sort of announcements are going to be posted in there. Um, but you really do want to utilize that group to your full advantage because there's so much more there than just information that you can get. There's people there that you can meet. And I just want to express how important it is to find people that are outside of your team, outside of your, you know, your uplines team and teammates um, that you should be connecting with. Because instead of competing with people, imagine what we could do if we all just started collaborating. And it doesn't even matter if it's someone in your company, someone in your team, some, like even if it's someone in a completely different company, imagine if we all just collaborated rather than competed. How much much um, magic really we could bring to this world and what and what kind of an impact that we could make and I've been able to create an amazing bond with other leaders in my company and they're not even people on my team but they're people that I get to collaborate with every day they're actually some of the people that I call my closest friends actually what's really funny is I actually have a wedding coming up next month or in in August beginning of August and I actually have a lot of tea friends who are I call them tea friends because I'm in a tea company but I have so many of my tea friends um, that I've met in this business that are actually going to be attending my wedding. That's how close we are. Tracy, do you want to say something? Oh, I was just, I was just <laughs> bursting in joy because you know, I'm excited about you getting married and you know how much I really want to be there and, and uh, depending on the world and how we can get me there. And my daughters, I'm having two daughters, having two babies in July. So everything kind of like crazy and wild for you and I, especially with the fact that we got a book being launched and doing this podcast, but you're talking about all your tea friends. And I was saying, and your name's Tisha. Like, is were you not destined to be like, you know, this tea granny going off to get married and <laughs> create this wild and wicked business that you've created? So anyway, I just was thinking that I couldn't I couldn't contain myself. So super proud of you and can't wait to see you get married, darling. And I hope I can be there. Oh, thank you. I hope you could be there too. But it just goes to show like the community goes such a long way. It's not just about the product. It's not just about the money. It's about the community you create, the friendships that you've formed. Um, and I've, I'm just so happy to call so many people that I've met in this industry, some of my closest friends today. And so that's what I mean by participating in, you know, within your company community get to know people, collaborate with people. Don't be scared to reach out to someone and say, hey, I saw your post in this group and maybe you have the answer to it or maybe you just agreed with them reach out to them, grow those friendships and just have people that you could talk to on a daily basis. Because I have those people that I've met and I've actually met them through, um, I met them online first, but I met them through my very first um, conference that I attended. Um, most companies have annual conferences, sometimes leadership summits and uh, different things like that a few times during the year. I, I like, I encourage you to attend those. Those things are just amazing for creating 
that community and learning and collaborating with some of the best of the best in the company and just getting together with like-minded people because the people outside your team, sometimes we just all need someone, we all need a listening ear. And even though we, you know, we want to be strong for our teams and, but we also want our teams to know that, you know, this is real life. You're not going to be happy every single day. There's real emotions involved in this, but sometimes you just need someone who's going through the same thing as you. And I know I have a group of leaders who I, you know, trust and know and talk to every single day. And we discuss our wins, we discuss our struggles. Um, but most importantly, we keep each other going. And they're the people that are going to clap for me. They're the people that are cheering me on and vice versa. I'm there for them anytime that they need me. It doesn't matter what team we're on, you know, which company we're in. That community is just so, so important. So Trace is going to get into being a good participant within in your company. Well, thank you, Tisha. And you could just see the passion ooze out of you as you're talking about the community that you've been creating, you know, since you've been in this business. And, and I really want to highlight, you know, myself as being in this business for 30 years, that the industry of friends that I have and the people from the company that I have been with and my own circle and community is just still, I have still best friends for many, many years um, in the industry. And that has been probably, like you said, it's a gift. It really truly is a gift. And I wanted to just share that when your intention is to just make an impact, your success is only gonna rise by the success of others. And that when you and I put together the Unwrapped Leader, our intention was to make an impact on people in this industry being able to unwrap their gifts. And that is the community that you and I are looking at creating. And that's why we've put this podcast together and created our book and, and created this brand and really wanted to say, here's how we've done it. And, you know, and, and here's how we've done it is here's the important things that are important to us and what we call our brand pillars and community as being that one. And so when we talk about uh, the community, there's really two roles you play in a community. You play the role of obviously those of us that have the community are creating a community, leading it. But the other role is being a participant in it. And when you start off in this industry, you're a participant. And what makes being a participant is, is, is humility. We step into a community very humble because we don't know anybody. We're not sure what to expect. But guess what? Humility is connected to glory. And when you can be humble and step in and choose to be a participant in that community, you can only grow and accelerate faster to be able to be ready to create your own community. And that's what it takes. And so some just a few tips on being a good participant is just showing up in that like-minded community by liking and commenting on posts within that. And, and you can be more than part of more than one community. Again, a community that's like-minded and it will be a place for you to grow. In our case here as the Unwrapped Leader, we want you to participate in what we're doing. If you like something, we want you to like it. We want you to comment. We want you to ask questions. We want to serve you. And the other one is share, you know, share and contribute in that group, your own successes and challenges, because a good leader in that community is going to want to help you overcome those challenges. And that's what's going to make your community even grow more. And then the next one is just stepping up offering feedback because other people are going to ask questions in that group be brave and and be a part of that solution in there we encourage you as that participant to be that and when you find that you're doing that all of a sudden you're going to be saying yes to your potential and you're going to be overcoming challenges and you're going to be setting yourself up as a leader in your own community as you move forward and so get good at being a good participant 
because when you do, your next step is only to become a leader. So Tisha, let's talk about these three solid communities that when you want to grow a business, you want to start putting energy and effort into the kind of communities you want to create. Ultimately, you're creating one big community of people following and liking and getting to know you. Absolutely. With social media, that is definitely a community. But how you take that community to feel extra special and want to grow and go with you to the top, this is what you want to do. You want to focus on these three little breakdowns. So Tisha, you're going to nail into two of them, and then I'm going to break, finish it off with the third one. So take it on. Awesome. Those are some really good tips for being a good participant. Like Tracy was saying, like, um, number one step in, is to be a participant because you are one when you get started. And just remember that it is going to be a step outside your comfort zone if you're not used to doing that kind of stuff, but it is on, it's going to be the best thing that you could do in your business to just get started and get to know people and, um, collaborate. So, um, great advice. Love that. So the three solid communities we're talking about are a community with your customers, a community with your team, and then a community with your leader team, which is what Tracy's going to touch on. So, getting started with your customers. When you get started, a lot of people like to create these private groups, sometimes known as VIP groups, um, to basically bond with their customers, encourage them to post what they're, you know, trying out, whether that's a product or a service that you offer. Um, but here's the thing with those groups. You want to make sure that your VIP group is something that is special, something that they feel like they want to be a part of, that if they were not in that group, they would be missing out on something. But everyone in your company has access to the same resources. Everyone has access to the same stock photos. Everyone has access um, to product information, the features, the benefits, the facts about the products. So you want to be giving them more than that. And that's usually how it starts because I know when I first got started, you know, your question, you have so many questions like, what should I be posting in this group versus this group? What should I be posting in a party versus my team page? And there's so many different groups and pages that you end up interacting with, but you want to know how you can make that different. And so you have to ask yourself, how are you going to stand out amongst the thousands, maybe even millions of other people who are doing the exact same thing that you are? So some of my tips for this, when you have your private customer group, is to bring your own personality into it. Maybe you're in a makeup company, but you're really big into health and fitness. Talk about that stuff too. It doesn't just have to be about your product or service. In fact, when you can actually make it more about what you love as well and encourage other people to post, maybe it's their health and fitness tips. And even if it's a makeup group, it's still something that helps you stand out from other people is bringing your genuine self into this. And I feel like this is going to be a great conversation next week, actually, when we talk about our branding and we're going to get more, we're going to get you know, more into that, dive really deep into branding next week, but you do like you are the brand and you want to make sure that you're bringing your full self into that group. So just some ideas is go live often, do some product demonstrations, introduce yourself, maybe every single quarter, you always should be having new people coming into that group. Like I said, this business is about building relationships. So you must be con constantly building relationships, meeting new people, growing your network and growing your group with your customers. And if you're doing that, it's important to be introducing yourself on, you know, a month, monthly or quarterly basis, do a live Q and a ask it, you know, get those, 
questions that people are curious about and just answer them. Sometimes it's the most basic things, especially when you're in the company and you, and you know, you're the expert because you're the one talking about this stuff. But sometimes we go over the basic stuff because we think people just know it, but people don't. So we want to keep, you know, talking about that and even fun little unboxings. Like how often as a consultant, do you get new product coming to your door or new specials coming in or whatever? Like, do you know how fun it is for people just to see an unboxing? That's actually, I think, I think they said rated one of the number one videos that people are interested in is just unboxing anything, right? So make it about yourself, bring your own personality into it. And with the product demos, the reason this is different than what other people, like I'm sure other people are doing these demos, but it's you making it. It's you giving your advice, your tips, and it's your personality. You're letting them get to know you. So the more you could go live, the more that your personality can shine, the more they can get to know you. And you're setting yourself apart from everyone else possibly doing, you know, of the exact same thing as you with posting um, the photos and the benefits and the company deals. And that's just one way you could stand out. Um, but another thing I like to really do is ask for my ask for my customers opinions. And it doesn't just have to be on products and, and stuff within your company. It can be, but it can also be about some personal stuff in your real life. Because like I said, you are the brand, you want to bring yourself into it. Maybe you're going to a wedding next weekend, or maybe Tracy's coming to my wedding and she's going to post in her group, which dress should I wear to, you know, my mentee's wedding. Um, and she's going to put the two and have her guest vote on it. Like, do you know how fun that is to guess? And it's a symbol like A or B or C, right? People can just put that in the comments comments and why that's really great as well for your um, just for your guests and your group is that's going to be in favor of the Facebook algorithm. So if your group is on Facebook um, and you're posting stuff even outside of your business as well that other people wouldn't be posting, people are likely to comment on that. They want to help you out. They want to give their feedback and the more comments and shares and, and things that you can get on posts like that, the more Facebook is going to see that people are engaging with your content and they're going to want to put that out to many other people that are in your group. Because as we know, even though maybe we have a hundred or maybe 500 people in that group, not everyone is seeing every single post that we make. Facebook decides who sees what. And so the more we could post about things like that, asking for opinions, um, seeking advice, even, um, you know, the more that we could boost that algorithm and help your group grow as well. And again, if you want to do your products, do it. If you have, um, for example, with me, you know, if I'm trying to decide on which tea I should make this morning, you know, this morning, maybe um, I could ask them, which one should I have this morning? I can't decide and then get them to vote on A or B. So that's something with your products, but keep it outside of that as well. Keep it personal and fun. Um, welcome new members when they come into your group. You could do that through a post, you can go live and just welcome them, let them know what they can expect from the group and, and, and also just special promotions for them. So like I said, your company is gonna give you deals, um, but you know, you could post about the deals, but so is all the thousand other people in your company doing that. Why not? Why are we waiting? You know, why are we waiting for handouts and for deals to be handed to us when we could just create our own? Like what's great about creating our own is that it's unique to us and people have a reason to be in that group. So just as an example, um, every single Christmas, I used to do this thing called 12 days of Sipology deals and Sipology is a company that I'm in. And that was something that I personally did. It's not a company thing and people love it. People look forward to it. They know I do it every single year year, but it's just something that helps you stand out from others. And I don't look at it as 
you know, I'm giving them a, as I'm giving them a deal and, and they're, you know, I'm losing money on it. Like, don't ever look at it that way. Look at it as you're getting more products in people's hands. You're giving people more products that they can recommend that they could fall in love with, enjoy that could be making an impact on them. You're going to be introducing them to new favorites that they're going to come back and order later. They're going to recommend to friends. They might even gift it if it's around Christmas time. And Tracy, I know you were saying you do something at Christmas as well with your group. Honestly, honey, just from the day I started, like the very first year, you know, just honoring all of my customers through that year, I always opened my home to them. You know, I'd always have an event at my home. I always hosted a mass to a massive event to celebrate before Christmas. But then I always took at least, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't gift everyone everything, but I would always take my, say my top 12 and I would personally drive to their homes and I would deliver something. Um, one year, maybe it was candles, maybe it was wine. It was just always something, but I always made that effort. And it was usually the 12 uh, customers that I had hold, were gonna hold an event for me in the January. Uh, so I would actually personally deliver a gift for all of those posts that were in the January in December as part of my, you know, doing something a little extra special. But I think when you say like, and now, you know, we have our online communities more than ever before is still taking note to personally message some to reach out to them it's not you could be sharing all this stuff in your groups but where it really matters is when you go reach out and do something personal and send a message i don't know i'm all about the personal touch just that little extra something special and that's kind of what i would do the other thing is is you know because we're on different groups now we get our little notification you want that when they see your notification that your group that, that the unwrapped leader or our group being the gifted leader group um that when they see that they get excited they want to see what you're sharing or posted in that that's the energy that you want to create so if you're not creating it, it's okay. What you got to do though, is take the time aside and start saying, how can I create more energy and excitement for them want to be my group? And I guess the word that I would use for me, I would not be doing this business if it wasn't fun. End of story. That is a three letter word for me that I have to always have fun doing what I'm doing. And if it's not fun, and so I'm always saying, how can I have more fun in my group, whether it's dressing up, whether it's, you know, gifting. And I want to say, I'm really so proud of you, Tisha, because I've been able to watch you, how you've been able to gift and how you've been able to celebrate and how you've been able to do events with your, your team when you go to conferences and even at your house with all your, your, your gifts have intention. Like there are little stories behind it. Like if it's a frog, it's here's for a giant leap in your business. If it's a bumblebee, it's, you know, like be brave. Like I just love all that intention you put. And you know, those are the little special things that I think make a difference in growing a community. So good job. Just want to add that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny you bring that up. My mom used to do, I, and I'm sure you've attended one at one point. My mom used to do her um, Avon open house every single Christmas. And like, I, you know, I was a kid at the time when she was doing them. I was like probably in elementary or junior high. I loved it though. I loved seeing all the people come in. My mom would make this very special, um, this like strawberry punch every year, only at that event. And I got so excited. And there was actually people I remember that would come to that event that'd be like, is your strawberry punch here? Like, it's always just something very special special that she would only do once a year. Um, and yeah, I absolutely, I love doing that. And it's been kind of, you know, shitty that we haven't been able to do a lot of in-person stuff in the last few years, because I miss that kind of stuff. Like that stuff was so much fun. And I remember how many customers and clients she had coming in every single year for this event, like people got excited for it. Um, so 
yeah, great advice on just how can you bring more fun to it? Because when people come to me on my team saying, you know, they need to get back, to, they got to get back into uh, their v, their VIP, their customer group, and they haven't been posting lately, I always just go back to if you're not having fun, then, you know, what's, what's the point you need to go back to what brings you joy in your business. That is the number one thing. And I always, I always, always, always say that to my team. If you ask my team, anything that I tell them, it's always go back to fun. What brings you joy? What do you love doing? Continue to do those things, right? Cause then you're not going to stress out. I can't, you know, you're not going to stress about it, out about it because you're focusing on what's fun and what's bringing you joy. So um, that was, yeah, really good share. And something too, if you guys are um, doing your business strictly online, I talked about kind of a deal that I used to do around Christmas that, and that was all online. And Tracy brought up a good point too, about the personal reach outs. Really like I had to reach out to people too. It wasn't just me posting, like people got excited about it. Of course, every, every day, what was the new deal coming in? Right. Um, but the personal reach outs make the hugest difference is just connecting with them on a personal level. And if you're not sure where to start and you want to kind of create some kind of consistency in your schedule within your customer group, I recommend starting with something kind of like something that goes along with every day of the week. So one of them could be motivation Monday, share an inspiring quote or something that motivates you even ask your customers or, or your group for feedback. What is something that motivates you on Mondays, right? Or, or even post something funny on Mondays. Like, how do you, how do you drink your coffee? You know, those photos, it'll show it from like black all the way to like white. Um, and there's all these little letters. Anyways, just something fun like that. You could do like a transformation Tuesday. This could be something where you even just share a testimonial, something about um, a product that maybe a, a customer had a really great experience with um, and, and ask your customers for those testimonials when they get those products, right? Something that you could share in your group so other people are seeing it as well. And then something like Wisdom Wednesday, maybe you're going to give them a tip every single Wednesday, whether that's on your product, even if it's something, like I said, that's your own um, hobby that is outside your business, like bring your own personality into it and so on. So find something every day of the week, you could actually type in, I used to go on Pinterest and just type in, I think, um, uh, what was it? What was it? It was like daily, daily hashtags or something. I think it's called. And you'll see all these motivation Monday, transformation Tuesday. And like, you'll find one for every day of the week, find something that fits your lifestyle, your business, your personality. Um, and, and just go with that. Sometimes it just gives you some good ideas, um, moving forward every single week. And you could even schedule those in. And then also with those posts, like I would recommend doing an engagement post at least two times per week. And I already talked about how having more engagement is going to help you boost your algorithm. And, and, you know, maybe when you do post about your business opportunity, maybe you don't get, you know, as many likes or views or comments that when you would post something else, but guess what, since you have been posting engagement posts and people are engaging with a lot of things in your group every single week, more people are likely to see that post and more people are likely to be open to it. And, you know, just even reading it because they know that you come with valuable content every single day in that group. So those are my top tips for building a customer group. Tracy, do you have anything to add to that before I move on into team? Well, just maybe one quick one is again, taking at least two of my customers every day and just going and following them in their Facebook and just maybe going and liking and making comments into their own personal. It's not just what's going on in my uh, group, but it's going and reaching out and just setting a little goal to just reach up to a couple of them. And as well, I forgot, you know, I always send notes and Christmas cards and things like that. I think it really still makes a major impact, everything being online. So the more personal touches, um, those happy cards, what do you call it? You call it your happy, your happy cards. You send notes or letters. what do you call them? Happy mail. Happy mail. Yeah. 
a little happy mail, just how, impa how impactful that is. So that would probably be my only quick little tips on that. So. Yeah, that's good advice. I sent out, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I think last month I sent out happy mail. I just picked 10 of my customers who I'm like, you know what? I haven't connected with them in a while and I miss talking to them. And so I just wanted to do something special. And I just picked 10 people. Um, I wrote them just a fun little cute card. And then I sent, I put a little um, product sample in it and then just sent it their way. And um, yeah. I ended up hearing from all of them. So that was just a great way to reconnect with them. If you feel like, you know, there's people that you want to reconnect with, but you're not sure how happy mail is you know a great way to just let them know you're watching and and you know everybody loves it i don't know a single person who does it so <laughs> exactly okay, let's, let's grow okay. this yeah we we can make a whole episode out of maybe we'll yeah. do that in the future <laughs> maybe we'll do that in the future we could do have a whole episode just on how to like bring more community with your customers but um, we got to move on. So moving on to team, um, you know, you're going to create community with your team. If you're a leader or you're, you're starting to become a leader and you're, and you're bringing on new team members, um, you're likely eventually, if you don't already have a team group, something where you could keep your team together, um, post about, you know, things that are going on in the company. Maybe you have your own little fun team events going on. Um, you may have team meetings in there. Maybe you do some recognition, um, you know, you do some trainings in there and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what's really important in your team is getting them all involved in team events. And if you have in-person events, that's even, that's amazing. You definitely like, you know, take advantage of that if you could have some in-person team events. But um, for me in the last few years, for sure, it's been mostly online and just getting your team involved is so important. So here's just a few examples, like online, I've been running um, online opportunity events. So it's just a event basically to showcase the business opportunity, what the current perks are um, and why right now is such an amazing time to get started. And so when I do those, I used to actually do them by myself and it wasn't very like it wasn't very fun like I felt like it was just me doing it and no one on the team really like not a lot of you know it people in, in but we're inviting people and I think it's because maybe it was just a me thing and I had this aha moment when someone once asked me if I was duplicatable and this is when I was really starting to um I was trying to promote out leaders and I just had that moment where I thought like I just thought about all the things that I did myself and all and every like I'm a creative person so like it's just the way I am I, I like to reinvent the wheel even though they say don't reinvent the wheel but I looked at myself and I thought I don't know if I'm duplicatable I don't know if anyone could actually look at me and say I could totally do what she's doing one day so that's when I realized that I had to start getting my team more involved. I had to let go of the, of the like perfectionism that I've held inside me. And what did you call me, Dracy? Was it a, like a, some kind of, oh, a control freak. I think you called me one day. Is that, yeah. Not, I like, that. not like that. <laughs> not like that, but. My, my upline though, she said to me, and I was just, I was just a sponge to her and I just did what she told me. And she goes, Dracy, uh, speed, not perfection. You're not going to make any money if you're going to be trying to be perfect. So I just focused, I just actually focused on that. Sorry about that. I just had a call coming in. I just had to delete that. Sorry. Yeah, okay. um, but, but what I was trying to say is that uh, I really just kind of worked hard as, is because you know how they talk about quantity and quality. And I know quality is really important, but you're not going to get quality unless you have quantity. And so you've got to do the quantity and be okay with it not being perfect and getting people involved. So until you can do quality, the quantity, no, the quantity, the quality will come. Um, and again, let's get back to just like you're saying, you had to get people involved and collaborate together to be able to grow your business and your team and get them involved. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, I, like, I was just always a control freak. I always thought if I wanted something done right, I had to do it myself. But at the end of the day, I wasn't giving anybody an opportunity to step on up on my team. Why would anyone become a leader if I wasn't giving them the opportunity to lead and, and just do the things that I was doing. So when I started recognizing the talents that I had within my team and I started telling them that, like, did you know, you're so good at making graphics or did you know your part? Like, I think your parties are amazing. I have someone on my team actually, and her name is Candace. And I think she has the most amazing parties ever. And I'm like, you, like, she makes it so personal. Like hers, like they're better than mine. I just think they're amazing. And I, I remember saying that to her, like, I would love her to train the whole team on doing, on doing like, like events because she's so good at it. She's so good at making it personal. And, and she just, she has such an amazing bond with her customers. And so you want to start recognizing those talents of people on your team. And when you could start recognizing them and you could tell them that that's when they really start to see themselves in a leadership position. So I started to delegate a lot of tasks that I was doing on my own to other people. So when we were doing these online opportunity events, one thing I love doing is asking my newbies, my new people who just started to be part of it. Because when you can recognize something amazing in a new person, whether they just had an amazing launch party, you know, they've been stepping outside their comfort zone and reaching out and you want to recognize them for that in your offer, in your team opportunity event, they get so excited about being a part of it that they're going to want to be part of it too. And they're going to want to invite people so they can, you know, their customers, their friends can see them speak. So I invite them to either write a testimonial or even come to a little live video, just sharing what their journey has been before getting started versus now getting started and how their lifestyles kind of changed and just, you know, how they've been able to have success because that's what a new person is wondering, or that's what a person who is considering this business is wondering is how am I going to get started and be successful and hearing it from a brand new person, rather than someone like me, who's been around for, you know, many years, it's maybe easier for me to say, and people might say, you know, look at me and think, oh, she's been around for, you know, so long, of course she's successful, but people want to hear it from a new person. So when you can involve people, other people who want to be part of it, the more involvement you can get, the better, the more that people, your team is going to participate in these events as well. And it's going to just create that team culture of um, positivity and, and whatever you're going for with that team culture. So, you know, it's really important. You want to have that shared team vision with your team. That was another piece of advice that I got from my um, mentors, Melanie and Katie with Chic Influencer. Um, they right away told me you need to share your team vision because when you can get a group of people going towards the same goal it becomes so much bigger than just an extra income opportunity it becomes like it becomes amazing that's when my team really started to explode is when i went live i shared my team vision and i told them how they were all going to be a part of it and how they're going to benefit from it what's the impact that they're going to make in their business and the impact they're going to make in other people as well so remember that just you know if you're someone like me that kind of a control freak and just um, feel like you're, you're always needing to be the one in control, the one that's doing everything. You don't recognize the talents of people on your team and ask them to do a training. And you know what? It might not be perfect and it probably won't be perfect. Think about your first training or your first team meeting you did. Was it perfect? Probably not. I used to be terrified of doing just live videos, um, even recorded videos, this podcast right now. Trust me, it's a struggle. We have our days, but um, you know, you just got to step up and you just got to try. And if you don't give people that opportunity to, then people are never going to see themselves in that leadership role. And just the last tip that I have to share when it comes to team, something that's made a big difference is grouping people together. And maybe they don't know each other well, but people on your team, grouping them together when they have 
kind of a similar goal. So I've actually created a group chat last year for everyone who is going for the incentive trip. I told everyone the commitment they would have to make, um, all the, you know, the perks of the incentive trip and also all the steps that they'd have to take to get there. And anyone who made that commitment to me, gave me their goals. I put them in a group chat and you know how close those people in that group chat are now? They're like, they talk to each other on their own. They've created so many great friendships from it and they've just really created that team community. And that's when my team really started to become so much more tight knit and just wanting to work together to see the bigger vision. So those are all my tips for team. How about you, Tracy? Is there anything you would add to that before you get into the leader team? Well, honey, you did an amazing job sharing that. And I guess which will lead into me talking about creating a a leader team and and stuff like that. So it'll go hand in hand, but I really think about just recognizing what your team's love languages are. That made a huge impact in my business. And and if you read the book, it's, it's, it's called The Five Love Languages, and it is about a relationship, but I believe they have a leadership version of it, and they have it in kid versions, but when I understood everybody feels recognized and loved and appreciated differently, and I started to recognize that and utilize that, some people want to just have words of affirmation, so I just made that part of how I recognize people with words of affirmation, personal touch, just a tap on the back, or even just people just love, like quality time, like just giving somebody your quality time time really gives people that space and place to want to grow um, and then of course of course is the receiving of gifts <laughs> and well you know my love language to show how much you know I is, is giving of gifts so that was an easy one but I had to recognize that some people just really need quality time to really grow and so I think that's really helped me in my business um, in, in, in growing a really nice community the other one is personality types um, again, if to take the time to train and learn the different personality types uh, when you're creating a group. And I'll, this is where I come into when I was ready. OK, I want to be a leader. Um, I want to promote out leaders because it wasn't just me becoming a leader. It was it was me helping people become leaders. And so creating that special team was about, OK, who like as, as who who's the influencer? Who's the one that is it, that that people are attracted to? So you, where do you put them in your group to share and you know in in a presentation or an event? Who's the one who just likes to is a great greeter, likes to you know help and get people feeling welcomed into the group? Then you have the person who really likes to teach and train. Like it's just understanding the different network marketing types, the different personalities, the love languages. Um, I think by when I took the time to invest into myself to learn those things that was a major difference in growing a leader team. That was a really major difference in growing my organization to be at the top levels of the company. So um, I think it's important that once you start establishing who you're, who's wanting to move up the ranks, that becomes a group on its own and they do need that time and attention. And there are the ones that you would be coaching on a weekly basis. And that is where that quality time comes in. And I really think where it made a difference is when we would do, let's say, an interview together or an opportunity event together. It's like, first of all, they watch me. The next time I get them involved by sharing, like you said, you get them involved by sharing a testimony or doing part of the presentation. And then the next time we do something together, so it's like one, two, three. And then the third time is then I watch them do the presentation and I just happen to be the person that just does the um you know, maybe one or two parts of the presentation. And then all of a sudden they're out doing it themselves. So that's kind of the process I would take 
um, I, as well as with my leader team as always, or, or my future leaders, is I want to get them on a fast track. 90 days, always talking about a 90 days, you know, where we are now, what do we want to accomplish in the next 30, 60, 90 days? What are we doing on a daily basis? And what are the events? So let's lock in the events we're going to do over the next 90 days so we can learn and grow together. And the more we did that, our leader team grew. Excuse me. Mm. Getting all excited here. Um, what else we would do as our leader team to really step up and step out was when we went to conferences and events is, is we, everyone knew who my leader team was. They knew they were part of my leader team just because of the presence or we would, you know, have, have outfits set up, you know, there was a way to make sure you knew you were all together. So people really felt connected and a part of something, you know, in that, but making sure that my leaders always had a role and a place to pay, be was really, really important. So I think that's probably what I would share with that. Um, and again, Everybody might be that's listening in right now. Maybe you're a brand new distributor and you're just thinking, wow, that sounds so overwhelming. And so I say, let's do one step at a time. Be a good participant. Start growing a good VIP group. Then start when you're when you're ready with your upline and your leader to start having your own um, team group right now, just be a part of your team group. But if you're ready and you have a, a nice handful of uh, distributors in there and you're ready to start creating your own unit, then do that. And then once you start exploding in that group, then you start looking at having your future leaders and your future leaders becoming your leaders. So just let it be a process. It takes time. Honestly, a good 18 months to two years, if you follow that process, you can start really exploding into something really special. And if it takes five years, then that's okay too. But at least you got a plan and a process on how you want to make that happen. So just in finishing this off, we just want to, we wrote in the book actually some great steps to creating a community. I think there's like 12 steps to creating a community. And it kind of was influenced by something very um, special to me. Um, I'm a really big fan of the infinity, the ribbon of infinity, and it's a symbol of eight. And so to me, the, word, the, the number eight, I put as a, something of what I do when I called mind mapping. And mind mapping is something like, as an example, I'm going to talk about the word collaborate. Oh, we're going to go collaborate, communicate, create, participate, illuminate, navigate. Like there's so many fantastic words that finish with an eight. But the irony of it, to me, it's just magic. I call this magic because these words are actually, if you take each one of those words with your team, like Tisha and I right now, collaborating together. So it's like, okay, let's think of eight ways that we can collaborate together. That's called mind mapping. When you can actually take something and turn it into a question. How can we collaborate together? Eight ways, how is eight ways we can collaborate together? So we sit down and we navigate eight ways that we can collaborate. Collaborate, sorry, I'm getting confused now, my words. So I would highly recommend to you is just take a few key things, like even just one at a time, like right now, create. To me, creating a community. Okay, let's, let's, how can we create a community? Let's come up with eight ways that we can create an, an effective community. So those are some powerful steps. It's just a training method that I use. Um, another one is just illuminate. Like I want my team to illuminate. So Tisha and I, like we're creating this gifted leader community. So what are eight ways that we can create a community that illuminates? And so we just get together, put our nose down and let's think of eight ways that we can illuminate together. So that would be for me to you as a gift from us is to take that and start thinking about you, how you can create, collaborate, illuminate and make a community within your own, within your own team, your own business so you can grow and go. Was there anything you wanted to add to that? 
uh, Tisha, before we close this off? Um, yeah, I think it's such a good method is to just honestly write down, write down some of those words that Dracy was saying. And just like she said, think of eight things for every single, for every single of those bullet points. And, um, it'll make a huge difference if you could just take on even one of those at a time in your business. And just one example I'll give for collaborate, um, was just, I was talking about it a bit earlier, but, you know, rather than competing with other people, whether that's in the same, you know, someone in the same company or someone in a different company, why compete when you can collaborate with them, right? And think of different ways that you can collaborate with, not just, like I said, people in your team, think of people outside your team, people outside the, you know, the business that you're in, because I've seen people do, for example, like um, I've seen, for example, I'm in a tea company. I have someone on my team. She does a lot of collaborating with other people in different companies, because again, why compete when we could come together and we could, you know, share our resources and just, you know, step up our business that way. And she actually ran like a combined tea. Like you might think, what is tea and makeup have to do? What does tea and makeup have to do together? Like how do those things connect? but they made it happen. They collaborated together. They thought of a way to bring, you know, their businesses together. Um, and they had so much fun doing it. And I know they have a great friendship just from doing that. So um, yeah, I think it's a great method, but that's all I would honestly add. That's excellent. I love it. Well, I guess as we wrap this up, uh, I actually thought this was going to be a short episode, like we just said, but again, we just have so much to share and say, and I guess that's why we are doing these podcasts. So um, we're going to be moving on to our next podcast is going to be about personal branding. And again, it is one of our favorite topics because it's our topic about you. And so I look forward to you guys joining us and you can see how the dots are connecting from leadership to our fantastic mindset to community to um, building your own personal brand. So we encourage you to join us. Uh, and, and, and we got a big month coming up because after that, then the following week is, is the 6th of July. I think that's our official date uh, that we will do, be doing our book launch. And you'll have the opportunity to really dive in. Oh, pardon me, I was gonna lift up my book and I had something to say. <laughs> I'm in such a klutz today, but I guess if you really wanna know me, I am a klutz and that's usually why people end up falling in love with me. Um, I come across so prim and proper or professional and then they actually see me trip and fall. Actually, I have done that on stage once or twice <laughs> my worst nightmare but again I stood back up and that's the difference why people end up falling in love with myself and uh, and that because that is what's really real so again think of the intentions and the impact you want to make and um, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode so thank you Tisha thank you Dracy bye guys <laughs>